Okay, it was a big weekend at the box office. Black Widow setting a pandemic box office record. And for more, here's movie critic Peter Howell, who joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Peter, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Uh, $80 million. I mean, that's a pretty good take at the best of times. Just how surprised are you that was the box office this weekend for Black Widow? Well, it's part of the Marvel, what they call the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. So I wasn't that surprised, although I was I was impressed that it beat uh, F9, you know, the Fast and Furious movie, because, um, you know, I, I figured F9 had more juice than that. Mm-hmm. But $80 million is we're all just kind of getting back to the uh, movie theaters. I mean, obviously, the U.S. is uh, ahead of us when it comes to uh, reopening. But uh, what does that tell us about our appetite to get back to the movies, do you think? I think it tells us a lot, but also you, it also got sixty million at Disney Plus. So eighty million in theaters, sixty million at Disney Plus. So it's almost like a, a competition between the two. But I think that for a movie like this, you want to see it on a big screen uh, for sure. And I think that that's really encouraging that people want to get out there and, and see it. It's just if you love movies, you, it doesn't matter whether you like a you know Marvel type movies. This is a great sign for for cinema and for movie going that uh, that people want to be there. Yeah, but is it going to have to be those established franchises, whether it be Marvel or you mentioned F9, Fast and Furious, that have got that built-in fan base, do you think, to get those kind of box office numbers? It could be, but there's, some, there's a couple of very uh, encouraging things, like um, the third place. Okay, so if you go by numbers, it was $80 million for Black Widow opening, $70 million for F9, but it was almost $58 million for Quiet Place 2, and that's sort of the start of a franchise, but a couple of years ago, that was a brand new film, so... Um, it's encouraging to see that even though that is technically a franchise movie because it's a sequel, um, people are willing to go out and see it. Um, you don't want to read too much into it. But here's, another, here's something else. Um, you know, there was a report in today's uh, Hollywood Reporter by PricewaterhouseCooper. They're predicting that um, cinema going, like movie going, will return to normal, like pre-19, you know, 2019 levels uh, by 2024. So there's a few years to go to, to overcome, you know, the effects of the pandemic, which hit, hit them pretty hard. But they also pointed out in the same very very, um, very broad survey, they said that uh, people might be taking another look at streaming services and sort of cutting back on the ones that they've just sort of impulsively signed up with during the pandemic. So that's an interesting development there as well. Yeah, without a doubt. You mentioned a second ago the $60 million that Black Widow brought in from at-home streaming on Disney+. Plus. So what does that tell us if it does $80 million in the theater and $60 million with streaming on the same weekend? Can these two coexist, the movie theater experience and the streaming experience? It's a, you know, that's what everybody wants to know. I mean, this was the first, like, like F9 and Quiet Place 2, they did not open on streaming the same time as they opened in um, on theaters. So Black Widow is the first big one that did this. And um, a lot of people are going to be looking at that and saying, okay, where is this leading us? Would, would it have been like, you know, a lot more if it was only theaters? Probably, for sure. But, um, it, you know, we'll, as we go through the summer and the rest of the year, will you see more people going to streaming? So it's definitely something people are going to watch. But I'm, I'm going to read you this quote from the, the PricewaterhouseCoopers thing. They said, consumers are going to take a fresh look at where their money is going and in some cases make different decisions. That is what they're referring to the streaming and uh, video on demand. There, a lot of the people have signed up for multiple things. You probably have. I have as well. And you're going to say, do I really want to be spending that much money just on streaming? Right. Does it say how much money a household is willing to spend uh, on streaming or how many services uh, they're willing to have? Because once you get two, three, I mean, then you really start kind of thinking about it because those monthly fees yeah. really start adding up. 
Yeah, they're saying that they, they, they I don't think they said a total of how what, they don't know what the limit is right now. They, they, I guess the sky is the limit technically, but they, they did say that when you look at increments of five dollars, seven dollars, you know, nine dollars, that keeps adding up. And you look at your phone bill and your your, your cable bill and you know, all that, the streaming bill, you're going to start wondering if you really need to have all that stuff. And not only that, did I have to pay a premium on Disney Plus? I would think so, yeah, right? It was thirty bucks. Yeah, you you already had Disney Plus, let's say, but then you have to pay thirty bucks to see Black Widow. But even with that, they got sixty million US. So it's uh, you can't call the game yet, but it's a really interesting game so far. Yeah, because one of the calculuses I'm sure families are doing now is okay. Yeah, it's going to cost me an additional thirty to watch this one movie, but what would it cost me to take a family of four to the theater, parking, yep. uh, popcorn? Uh, you know, movie tickets, uh, when you add all that up, it still is maybe uh, a bit of a deal for families? Absolutely. I mean, uh, it's hard to argue with 30 bucks for an entire family. You make your own popcorn as opposed to what would have been, would have been over 100, you know, to take four people and plus the popcorn plus parking, maybe babysitting, um, you know, not that I'm saying it's a bad thing to do to go out, but uh, people will make that kind of calculations in their head. I'm wondering, too, are we seeing a bit of a paradigm shift, uh, perhaps, or the beginning of one when it comes to uh, movie companies and releasing movies? Because, as you well know, the old school thinking was it goes to the theater first and it stays there for X amount of uh, weeks and then we'll consider releasing it for uh, home viewing. But uh, again, here we got Black Widow really kind of bucking that trend. Yeah, you know, it's what they call the window, right? That there'd be the multiple weeks before you go to the next window, you know, video and, and TV finally would be the sort of final window. Uh, those those windows are all changing rather dramatically. And, and the Black the black Widow one, you look at the numbers and you go, okay, that's a really good opening for theatrical, but it's also a pretty good opening for streaming. So, uh, you know, if we had this conversation a few weeks from now, I'd be, I think we might be, we might be saying different things. How so? Sorry. I'm just thinking that um, if there's more of this happening right now, an MCU movie uh, like Black Widow, it's it's pretty much a you know it's it's always going to be the the the, the 400 pound gorilla, right? But it'd be interesting to see if down the road, if those numbers are comparable between theatrical and streaming, you know, the further we go into the year. And finally, Peter, I'm wondering too your thoughts on what this means about movie making going forward, because there's uh, been and there's been much criticism about this, such a spotlight put on these so-called blockbusters in the uh, action films, and those are the only ones that people will actually pay money and go to the theater for the big screen experience. And do you think that uh, if these are the uh, kind of the only movies that people are going to the movie theater for, are we going to see more of them? And is that at the expense of other genres or other types of films? Well, that's that's already been happening, right? I mean, I, I hope that's not the case. Um, you know, it's easy to get very depressed about this, but the, the fact of the matter is a lot of the sort of... Uh, like rom-com type movies, they have just totally migrated online. And, and um, the smaller art house movies are very much playing at art houses instead of multiplexes. Um, so it's the, the trend is the trend that way is not good. But I mean, the blockbusters can help keep theatrical going, which is a very good thing. So, you know, I could see down the road where you'll have like blockbusters, but maybe you'll also have like a one theater that shows the smaller film, you know, so you still have that. So you take the good with the bad, I suppose. It, it um, you know, it, it, it's, endlessly fascinating but it's really hard to figure out exactly where it's going but uh interesting comment by price waterhouse to go back to them they said don't write off the blockbuster they're saying the blockbuster even though people have we're saying you know like dune is coming out uh that's going to be online before it's in theaters you know, that was warner's strategy other things like that um you know blockbusters, blockbusters can still make a big impression at uh at uh, a movie house
I guess really at the end of the day, all of this is good news for those companies that make big screen TVs and make sound systems, sound bars, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. I guess the question is, how big a screen do you want in your house? Right. Because <laughs> we're, we're upwards of, what, 75, 85 inches now? Uh, yeah, they're up there. And, you know, they're, they're talking about, um, you know, 4K, um, you know, definition. And uh, I think 8K definition. 8K, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, it really is the sky's the limit. It's just how big is your living room? How big is your basement? Yeah, I'm going to need a bigger wall, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need a bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Peter, thanks for this. Really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Yeah. Right. Film critic... Peter Howell with us this afternoon.